Hello, hello. In the Good Company podcast, Anya here. Another episode, another great guest. A long time coming. I was thinking for a month to invite Konrad Kucharski on, kind Konrad on Instagram. Uh, where we actually met, uh, we connected because of the, you know, what we are doing and because of my project, The Good Campaign. I was and I am so inspired by Conrad. He's a young guy who was uh, living in New York. Now he's in Miami and he's just, uh, you know, changing the world. He created this little platform, not so little. Uh, he's speaking publicly about uh, kindness, positivity, about mental health and uh, physical health. And I, I just really, really find it uh, very inspirational. And I think we have a great conversation here with uh, with Conrad about what we are both doing, obviously mostly him and and what kindness and doing kind thing and spreading kindness means uh, in the world today and why we are doing it. Um, I hope you enjoy this one and get inspired as usual. Now, here's Konrad Kucharski uh, on the In The Good Company podcast. recording no, no worries you know I, yeah. I like to keep it raw so what yeah. about your studio I like it it's like it's uh, I so I work in a co-working space kind of like a we work oh cool it's in Miami uh, right because yeah, you're in yeah. Miami now right exactly yeah it's just like a private little room it's like a phone nice yeah. I think I should think about that since now everything is open. Anyway, welcome Konrad Kucharski on In The Good Company podcast. Finally, last week we had to reschedule, but I'm so excited to have you, obviously for so many reasons. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. Pleasure. Yes, kind Conrad on Instagram. Right. You're Polish. You have Polish roots. That's right. And honestly, we never met in person. We met on Instagram. I found you because what what you are doing. And it's uh, so interesting and I am so impressed and inspired by you that obviously I wanted to have you here and talk about it. But before we start digging into you and what you're doing and, and et cetera, I always like to start my podcast with a, just a deep, little deep question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so is there is any, Conrad, any like a childhood experience uh, formative one, maybe positive, maybe negative, who knows, that kind of shaped you, you think, that really, um, you know, maybe inspired what you're doing now, maybe in for your life, or maybe just stuck with you and, and shape who you are, like something that that it's, you feel like it's important for who you are now, or, or really form you in some way. Yeah, that's a really uh, good question. I haven't really Whatever pop that. up. You know, like something, yeah. the, the first things that pop up are the best, are those that are really the ones that are important. Yeah, because I don't, I don't do, I haven't done too much of that deep reflection in my, my childhood. Most of my defining moments have been within the past 10 years, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's that. that. Yeah, um, well, I guess I can share a bit of both. So you being familiar, um, me having Polish parents, being mm -hmm. first generation Polish. Uh, seeing the the struggles of you know a new a totally new environment for my parents growing up 
Immigrants. So as I was going to school, yeah. So as I was going to school, learning this language, so were my parents. And I couldn't really go home and ask questions. You know, I I had to kind of just figure it out. And I was tough. You know, I would, I was slower, you could say, than, than most people. I, I The only things I could really get help with is math. because My parents were familiar with that. Um, but in terms of like English, science, like that's just, it was just, you know, Chinese, as they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the defining moments, just seeing the the teamwork and seeing my family kind of push through those tough times or the, the struggles in that sense to try to make me feel like a, a normal kid per se. Yeah. Um, while also learning themselves. Yeah. I think that's an, a whole experience in itself, just being raised by, by immigrants. Um, which has definitely defined me quite a bit today. So from childhood, I think that's the main one. Um, the uh, the more recent ones uh, that I was referencing before that kind of started this whole kindness thing. Um, yeah. First one was uh, not as pleasant of an experience, but uh-huh. it definitely shaped me in the right way. So out of um, in college, I started a tech startup with a few friends. And um, long story short, we did it for a few years. Uh, I was going well, raised some good money, and I found out one of my partners was embezzling some money, meaning he was uh, oh, wow. stealing funds that we had raised. And this was what I thought, you know, was a good friend. Um, he was a teammate of mine, you know, in soccer and, you know, sports. You fight for each other on the field, you know? Yeah, you're a team. Yeah, it's like a little bit stronger than a friendship. You know, people that play sports will understand. Um, and so that was a tough moment, and I realized there that, um, I need to make sure going forward that my character is extremely clear that if people think Conrad, they think X and I was still figuring out X, but I knew it had to be the furthest thing away from that kind of behavior mm-hmm. that I had experienced. So that was the first, uh, piece. The second was, uh, more of a happy story and, um, happened at Chipotle. Uh, I oh, okay. Was, yeah, I was <laughs> you have like a whole range of shaping new memories. I love it, including one in yeah. Chipotle. Go ahead. I love yeah, that. Exactly. No, and I still love Chipotle. Um, I love it uh, too. It's, it's it's amazing. Um, you know what to expect. The quality's there. Yeah, it's so quick. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was getting my typical bowl. I usually get a burrito bowl. Yeah. Um, and I'm going through the line. And uh, they're out of the peppers, the fajitas. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. I keep going. I get to the cash register and the manager says, hey, I noticed we were out of fajitas. And uh, she's like, this one's on us. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I already had my card in my hand. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, here. Yeah. And she's like, no, I insist. So I was like, okay. And I don't know what triggered it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd seen these viral kindness videos before. Um, I don't know what sparked it, but I already had intended on spending the money. So I was just like, you know what, let me pay for the next person. Mm-hmm. And they were just getting started with their order. So she's like, okay, cool. I sit off to the side and I watch cause I've never done anything like this before. I'm like, what's this whole kindness thing all about? I'm curious. And he gets up to the line and, uh, or gets up to the cash register and the manager's like the gentleman that came before you paid for you. Mm-hmm. And he also had his card in his hand and he just, it was like, he was trying to grab something. He didn't know where to put his emotions, like shock, joy, yeah. uh, all of this all at once. Mm-hmm. And he was just shaking him. 
I'll pay for the next person. And I'm, I'm just in there watching, like amazed. And this continued for five more people. And only because there was, it only stopped because there was no one else in line. Mm-hmm. The other person wanted mm-hmm. to do some more. So I was like, holy crap. How do I, uh, how do I scale this? How do I multiply this? Because I feel amazing. Watch yes, right. They all feel incredible. And it's clearly infectious and contagious. They're spreading it to all of those people. The people that were working were super happy and pleased by seeing it. So not just the person receiving, but those experiencing it, viewing it. So, um, yeah, that was another defining moment that later I just started trying to scale these random acts of kindness. But, yeah, in a nutshell, a big nutshell, those are my defining moments. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I think... You know, I love the story about your parents. Obviously, I can relate. I was very lucky that I had some, you know, grand running and and my mom spoke English when I came here. But I think I still like you are always an immigrant, right? Like you always have to figure out stuff. And I think there's such an important thing about seeing your parents learning and, you know, not being perfect, but still being human and, and kind of this lesson of life that we always learn, no matter the age, no matter, you know, who we are, where we are in life. Uh, there's always room for that. And I do it purposely with my kids. Like we are starting family lessons of Spanish. Like we're going to learn all together. Like I want to show them that I learned. And I always say that, but I love that. And obviously Chipotle. Listen, I feel like we should reach out to Chipotle and start a share ball (laughs) movement. Like whenever, um, it's such a simple, cute story. And I think you bring up so many things uh, with that, like the idea, how you felt, how the other person, it's so weird, the reaction. Like I had one uh, time situation that I literally forgot my wallet and I was buying a small thing in uh, in a store for lunch. And this woman was like, um, let me, you know, uh, let me do it for you. I want to buy this lunch for you. I was like, I have a card in a car. I'll just go. And she's like, I just really want to do it for you. Please let me. And it was so weird because like, it's, it's hard to be a receiver too, you know, to allow people, yeah. especially in America. Um, I feel like, you know, there's always this idea of like, if you do something for me, I have to do something for you. And I don't want to get into this and like, we just should allow it. And then, you know, this karma can just fly, whatever. So I love that story. Thanks for sharing. Conrad. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because my, the, uh, the first time I had never uh, up until Three weeks ago, I had never been on the receiving end of something like this, like a random. Isn't it a weird feeling? You were like, uh. yeah, I, I was just as shocked. I'm like, I know it feels amazing to give because I've been just doing that a lot. And I never look for anything in return, to your point. I just want, you know, that person's day to be that much better and see the, you know, see them happy, yeah. make their day better. But receiving it literally three weeks ago, first time, it was incredible. Like I, I immediately texted and told like, Five of my friends, I want, I come into a meeting. I'm feeling great. Like there's this light that's just glowing, you know, yeah. um, and people are like, what are, did you like, just have a Red Bull? Like what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> no, like kindness as more. That's how we're all. Uh, yeah. Dopamine, like all kind of good stuff, good substances in your body. It's, it's just, you know, proven scientifically that kindness is just amazing amazing medicine that we all can you know if we want to look at from a very selfish point of view it's like there's so much goodness for you in it but uh, that's amazing okay let's jump into kind conrad so we kind of know like now when you share the story with chipotle like how this all started a little bit 
But for me, it's really fascinating because how old are you, Conrad? You're like in your 20s, right? 28, right? You are a 28 guy, 28-year-old guy who does that. And that's, for me, so inspiring. When I first time came across you, you know, you are still ambitious. You still do other shit and, like, you know, work and, and work out. You're also about, you know, working out mental health and physical health because that's that's the strength, you know. What, what, what do we say in Polish? Which is yeah, in, in a healthy body, healthy spirit. Right. Um, I got chills. Um, so, yeah, like, it, it's just so inspiring for me that, you know, among these people who are so ambitious, who think about, hey, I want to have a car and I want to have a house and I want to have an amazing job and I want to have a private jet and then a boat. Like, why Why is this so important to you? Like, why do you think you tap into that too? Like, besides doing other ambitious stuff and obviously you want your life to be um, good and, and, and you want to re- fulfill yourself on other levels. Like, why did you you think... That is so important. Is it your how you were raised, or that story with the guy who um, you know kind of uh, tricked you uh, over with the startup? Like, what, what do you think? Why why did it become so important to you? Yeah, that's it's a really great question, and I think a lesson that a lot of people need to take notes from because I, I like nice things too. You know, I, yeah, I me too. I, I love cars. Like obsessive about cars if my like those that know me know like i can hear the the sound and i know what car it is the cost the year like i love that stuff material things are great um and i think that the world kind of paints it uh a little bit um poorly maybe not clearly enough where i think there's a misunderstanding between the distinction of happiness and fulfillment Mm -hmm. where happiness is seems short-term and fulfillment is long-term so you know, when, if I were to give you, you know, people say money doesn't buy you happiness. If I were to mm-hmm. hand you a hundred thousand dollars right now, I think you'd be pretty happy. Um, but that would, that could be spent really quickly. So it doesn't have a long-term effect. Mm-hmm. Um, of course there's, uh, you know, certain specific situations where it can go the other way, but for the most part, um, yeah, I think what shaped, uh, this, I guess, lifestyle, um, slash mindset for me has really been, um, my self-development journey. So mm-hmm. while I was, um, I mean, just growing up, I'd always wanted to be a pro soccer player. Mm-hmm. So always looking up to these super high level athletes, Yeah. then getting into, then switching paths and then getting into the business world, starting to study the top level entrepreneurs mm-hmm. because First year in the startup, you know, I'm no expert. I didn't really pay attention in college, honestly. I was just there for soccer. Um, I'd fall asleep in my classes. Uh, and so, you know, there was, it was my, the com- my company at the time was a team of three people. So yeah. we didn't have a marketing department. We didn't have uh, graphic design, all this. Yeah. Startup mode. Yeah, I had to learn it myself. So that forced me to start looking up to these high-level people, the best marketer in the world, the best, this, the best, that. And I started to, and still am constantly. And I'm, I, I kind of like noticed the trends amongst them. And these are all of the people that, you know, have the jets, like you're mentioning, they have the houses, they have. Oh my God, you had the same epiphany I did. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have the Rolexes, the watches, all stuff that I, you know, hope to have too. Um, will have soon too. Um, but, you know, one thing that I noticed is that in which they've all identified at some point for the most part um, is the high that you get. These are, again, the guys that have everything. Yeah. The high that they get when they get a material good, it, it's, it's great. It lasts, you know, when they buy their first Ferrari. You know, it's like sky high, you're driving, you're feeling good, you have butterflies, you have goosebumps. But after that first year, you know, it kind of starts to lose that effect. It's, you know, you're not just getting into your car, you you start getting into your car. You forget until you're reminded. Yeah. And after a couple of years, you know, it's just, you're used to it. It's routine. Um, So the high kind of runs out and it doesn't have to be just the cars. It could be other things too. Um, But the one high that never runs out seems to be when you people give back to others mm-hmm. so whenever i reflect back on that chipotle story my high is like i'm there again yeah that high always lasts i it it's like uh it it doesn't it's like, like a fuel that it's fueling you over and over and over again right yeah. not like a one-time quick um you know uh, shot of happiness like oh yeah, my god right. i have this ferrari but yeah. that that that's fulfillment and joy does not last. It's always just this like short term. Yeah. Right. And it's honestly like, I have to keep buying a bigger and bigger gas tank because the Mm -hmm. gas doesn't run out. It just stays there. Mm -hmm. Um, So having that, seeing that these guys that Mm -hmm. I was in the material mindset before too, that have these things um, are saying this and are, they're constantly trying to get better in all aspects. So I just Mm -hmm. have taken on that mentality from listening to them, from consuming positive podcasts like yours right here, or uh, Ed Milet, um, all the top guys. Um, though That's the information that's going through, that's circulating through my day-to-day as opposed to negative news and things like that. So I start to think like them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it all relates back to kindness because the fitness thing, like you're mentioning, fitness is extremely important to me. And that's just me being kind to myself. You know, when I look in the mirror, I, I, I want to be happy. You know, that's a lot of times people think about taking care of others before taking care of themselves, but they forget that you can't really give what you don't have. Yeah. So yeah. If you don't have, if you happy, are not full. What, what is there to share? There's exactly. nothing to share. Right. Yeah. yeah. I um, love this story about those guys because I have a very similar epiphany. I was reading all this, you know, books, stories about, you know, people who achieve something, people that inspire me. And there was one theme for me that they achieve everything. And then they, you know, they jump into philanthropy. And I was thinking, God, like, if they go all this way and jump there, why I don't start there? And, and make myself better because I'm not the best person in the world. Like kindness is a muscle. I practice this every day. I have a bitch day. I have a bitch movement. I always go back, apologize or whatever. But I was like, why don't I start there and build that? Because that seems like something that fulfills them truly. Why, why, while in the meantime, I build something else that may bring me, you know, more material goods and, and help even more fuel the thing that is on the end that they always 
get to the, you know, on the end too. Yeah. So that's like a similar, similar method. And then there's the other thing that I think it's really important that coming out from what you are saying is that we have to think that, okay, if you are a good person, you have to be poor, you have to be, you know, um, share everything you have. Like you cannot be a person who do good things, strive for to be better, strive to do better in the world, create a better world. At the same time, strive to have ambitions, like, you know, strive for material things. There's nothing wrong that in the fact that you want to have a great car and you want to change the world, like, like why those things have to exclude them, you know, like uh, each other. Like, I, I, I feel like there's still this mentality going on, mentality going on and this paradigm of thinking in our society that we really need to change that you you can strive for both things and there's nothing wrong in in wanting good nice things and helping and it does not include that the fact that you really can help others and, and in any way you can change the world for better right it doesn't make you a bad person to want something um, more question. of the material right yeah and you you bring up a great point that reminds me of i think an important thing to touch on as well that not to just look up to you know, the, the highly successful people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as we should, let's look up to them, see what they're doing, try to replicate it in the best way possible. So you're mentioning they they always seem to go back to philanthropy once they reach a certain level of wealth. So mm-hmm. why not start with it and be high all the time and grow, you know, have a fulfilling business. So you, yes. happy, your happiness just carries throughout. But another point is, that I've noticed that I think is super interesting is, and I think it'll bring some clarity to people is let's look at our elderly. Mm-hmm. They seem to always go back to kindness too. Mm-hmm. So these are the people that, you know, 70, 80, 90, hundred years old, uh, elderly people. These they live the through that, life. Yeah. They've lived through all of life, the most experienced people on the planet. And yet at the end of their life, their last few years, they decide to spend it focused on being kind, whether that's baking cookies for their kids, whether that's, uh, you know, calling their grandchildren and saying happy birthday. We always, when people think kindness, they oftentimes think of their grandparents. So if these are the most experienced people at life, and this is what how they choose to spend their last few years. They have they the most wisdom, them? right? Like they, they have the yeah. wisdom of life. Isn't that a clue? Like Amen. why don't we do that? early, like when we're 20, when we're 30, when we're yeah. in their teens. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that's something that's very underrated and not looked at enough. Yeah. Sorry, I just look at you with this cross behind you. You look oh, a little yeah. bit like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just have yeah. to say. I, I've been trying to keep my And you're like, preaching like oh. one, kind of. <laughs> Sorry, come down. <laughs> I made a little video too. Yeah, this is this is so interesting. I feel like we live in this amazing time of so many paradigms and societal thinking and structure changing. You know, it's not all about like uh, finishing college, getting a house, and then you have kids. And then some people still think that way, but I think it's we are learning that's not that's not what fulfills us. That's not what um, truly makes our life meaningful. And, and we are always will and always are looking for this deeper meaning. You know, if we are more, I feel like if we are more awakened, we do it purposely and, and not just, you know, 
getting into this race and just racing you don't know where because everybody else is racing there um but i think more and more people are waking to that um so what i love your instagram um you know i i i, I think you know similarly to the good campaign i think our ideas are simple just to put out there uh, more positive messages more like you know just inspiration because i even the story in Chipotle, right? Like kind, kindness is really contagious. Like in even the studies from from university in California, I think it's Bandari Foundation. They they are specifically working on kindness. Um, shows that you know when you watch even somebody else or a content that. <clears throat> uh, reminds you of kindness or brings you this idea of of, uh, you know, uh, kindness, love, generosity to, to, to the surface, you automatically feel better in your body and it has a positive effect on you. So I love, you know, all the messages of mental health, health, and, and just kindness and love you're bringing. Um, so tell me like, what else are you doing? Uh, and how do you, how do you come across these things? Um, yeah. how you dig for maybe I will learn something because <laughs> I need to pick up my good campaign a little bit more. I got busy with something else, but um, yeah. How do you, where these ideas are coming from and how do you create your content? What else are you doing there? What yeah. Um, I, I definitely want to take a quick second to acknowledge the work you're doing too, because you really are putting out amazing positive messages, like even on billboards and it's yeah. more is coming up. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is so amazing. Cause like, you know, it's this, like we talk about the ripple effect and like the smallest little thing could literally change someone's day. And sometimes that's just a word on the billboard or two words or three words. Um, so yeah, I really want to acknowledge you for, you know, taking action, investing your own money, to make the world a better place. Like it's, it's amazing. Um, and it really shows your, your true passion. So I, I want to thank you for, um, being oh, on and vice podcast. versa. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff I, I do on Instagram, it's for the same reason, just to put something positive on people's feeds as opposed to, you know, the negativity. And that's not to say that, you know, people shouldn't be informed. You know, I, I'm not a fan of news because most of it is negative. And that's yeah. just how news works, unfortunately, and how the business functions and makes money. Um, negative yeah. news spreads. I'm pretty sure the stat is like eight times faster and more than positive news. And they're trying to get eyeballs. They're trying to get advertisement. Uh, so money. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But if, you know, we can be that little sprinkle that little mm -hmm. uh, little piece of positive content then you know we can change someone's day and people have the power to curate you know their feed it doesn't always have to be negative how the algorithm works is it keeps showing you more of what you're interested in and what you're looking at you can do a quick filter of the accounts you follow and if something's not adding to your happiness or mm -hmm. motivating you or encouraging you or telling you that, you know, you should go after, you know, your dreams or um, anything positive, then I would say remove it. And sometimes the tough part is that those things that might be causing negativity could be our friends that we've had, we've known since we were little kids, um, our families sometimes. Um, and it's not that you have to break up with these people mm -hmm. or these accounts, just moderate how much time and attention you spend on it. Because just like kindness being contagious, 
negativity is too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I try to lead through, I, I make these positive posts and I post quotes and things like that, but I try to focus on my actions mm-hmm. um, because it's really easy to have a conversation about kindness. Um, mm-hmm. All these people talk about kindness, you know, I mean, we're talking about kindness, but at the end of the day, it's the actions that make the difference. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we see everything that's going on this past year and everyone's hoping for a kinder world, hoping for a better person to, to lead us, hoping for this instead of starting with themselves and taking action themselves. So, um, yeah, that's a lot of where my content ideas come from. And a lot of it's just the simplest things that mm-hmm. either don't cost that much money or don't cost any money. Mm-hmm. Be what my, my thing is mm-hmm. just paying for the person in line behind me, whether it's at Starbucks, Chipotle, whatever. Um, but it could be as simple as, you know, just listening to someone, just seeing mm-hmm. someone struggling, having a conversation with them. Um, I mean, the other day, uh, and I, I try to apply this kindness as I'm, I'm sure you do to it's, it's more of a, it's not like a theory or something. It's, it's a way of life. It's a way you kind of filter all of your actions. So mm-hmm. just to give an example of one of the small, what people would think is like a really small thing actually going a tremendously long way. Um, there's a, a guy that reached out to me on LinkedIn, saw mm-hmm. that I worked at this company previously and, uh, just like graduated from college and wanted to, wanted to see if I could help, you know, or give any suggestions. Yeah. And most people they just ignore those messages. Um, and you know, I, I responded right away with, you know, enthusiasm, tried to offer any tips, pointers, whatever. And I, uh, connected him to, uh, one of the recruiters for the room or the person responsible for recruiting the role. That took me two minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Months later, a month and a half later, he messages me, said he's got the job, that he's been working at the company for over a month. That's awesome. Yeah. And he said that it, like, he's like, it might not like translate over message, right? You know, I might not get it, but it actually changed his life mm-hmm. because, and it, it, this isn't like me bragging or anything. I'm just pointing at an example that's, that happened to me. Um, because this is a kid that wanted to get into the entertainment world. Um, and he applied to all these jobs, wasn't getting in. And this was his last like chance. Mm-hmm. If he didn't get this, he was just going to try to get a regular job, try to, you know, just get a regular salary, do something that he's not going to enjoy. Yeah. So those two minutes and in, in his own words changed, changed his life. So mm-hmm. And that didn't cost anything. It cost me two minutes, which we mm-hmm. spend, you know, how many hours on Instagram a day? Mm-hmm. Um, so just for people to, to understand that. But your second part of it. So that's just, that's the first part of the question, the actions and with kindness. Mm-hmm. But the second part, what am I up to? Um, yeah, I've been trying to figure out ways to, uh, to just amplify this message, to just put mm-hmm. pour gasoline on this fire and just have it explode. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so I've just been trying to figure out ways to amplify the impact. So one of the ways that started a bit through COVID mm-hmm. um, was speaking, mm-hmm. some public speaking. So um, it's a great way to get uh, a lot of people in a room focused on, you know, focus on one person. Um, and there's so many different aspects of kindness that apply to all of the main areas of life, health, wealth, and happiness. So mm-hmm. 
a lot of uh, the places that I speak at are corporate places, corporate um, clients. So a lot of times they have sales departments, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm showing them how, and I, I've, I was in sales most of my life. So yeah. yeah, I was never the, and I'm just giving an example of how kindness relates to all these different parts of life mm-hmm. and how when used properly, it'll bring you all those things, health, wealth, and happiness, like to the max. Yeah. So I was never a pushy type of salesman. It's yeah. not comfortable for me, not Wolf of Wall Street. Like, um, so my approach was mm-hmm. okay, this, this potential client could change my business, could give me a huge, you know, commission check. This is a person on the other end. Instead of sending a cold email, mm-hmm. why not write a handwritten card, figure out what their favorite bottle of wine is, whatever they like, mm-hmm. and send that to them. Yeah, make the it meaningful, straight. make it kind, like make it a right. genuine, right? Like by end of the day, we are all in some kind of business and, and you know, instead of making it, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, the response rate with a cold email versus something like that, cold email is like 5%, whereas this is nine and a half out of 10 times they're going to respond. Um, so showing people how it applies to business. Um if let's say you're not in the sales role where you're talking to clients, to your manager, take some work off their plate, figure out what they're doing and make their life easier. Mm-hmm. Whatever it might be, even just make, it's not sucking up, but like, you know, they like this kind of coffee, get them that coffee, make that yeah. coffee for them. All those little things add up and time the promotions, you're going to be top of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so just planting those, like just the, literally applying kindness to all those aspects of life. So, um, yeah, I've been uh, speaking to companies um, about how it helps all those aspects, trying to curate it depending on who the client is to give them the most you know, value out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, through through social media, I've been working with a, a handful of influencers on the business. Yeah, I hope we like, can find and figure out something because initially we connected to uh, do something together. Yeah. I think we, we have to figure out something to... To kind of amplify it and and i know it well but there are a couple yeah. things going on that really pops up to me here first of all you said i don't want to brag here like can we please brag about being nice to each other instead of brag about boats cars jewelry and fashion like yeah. normalize bragging like that it is normal it is not bragging it's just spreading inspiring and you know creating a domino effect that is actually yeah. a good one. So I think that's first thing. And then the other thing, um, oh, now, now I forgot what the other thing about for me. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll stay on the first thing. So the, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, we need to celebrate each other more. Like it shouldn't be this jealousy competition game. If a friend gets a promotion or gets an awesome job, like celebrate with them. Don't be jealous. I know. Like, uh, you know, I always even think like, how can I explain it to others? And it's like, for me, it's even a selfish thing. If my friend succeeds, I succeed too. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I just like, and other thing is that they show me always, I can, I can. They're this beautiful example that it can happen to me. Like they succeed, I can succeed. And like, oh my God, if I have a successful bride, I'm already <laughs> looking better. You know, if you want to really look from the uh, selfish uh, standpoint. It's but, easier to live that way too. Like if we're just living in constant jealousy and like that 
negative competitiveness, it's like a burden on the mind. Like if we just live in, why not set ourselves up for more happiness? I think everyone can agree that everyone's just trying to be happy in this life, whatever, however that is. By just making that quick switch and celebrating people's successes and wins, even the ones that just put in people's face, like the ones that are, you know, posting their cars, posting their watches and private jets and all that, like, that's amazing. Like they had to have done something to achieve that. Like good for them mm-hmm. instead of, oh, this D bag, this piece of, you know, this piece of shit, whatever, like, you know, yeah. doesn't care, like why flash yeah. like jealousy. Yeah. And then people take that negativity from that little moment or that little picture that they saw on Instagram. And it and goes they, further. Yeah. They give it to someone else for what? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like kind of being an asshole. Like, yeah. why not give them, give your friends happiness and positivity? And that mm-hmm. starts with how you process things. Yeah. Oh, I remember, I remember what other pop up things, think pop up because you mentioned yeah. that you are, you're really focusing on your actions, like small things here and there doing this thing about job, you know, for somebody helping them, like how amazing it is. And, um, you know, I'm a busy mom. Again, I'm not a mother, Teresa, whatsoever, not even striving to be one. But I literally made on my calendar a note to focus and do something good, you know, each month. Because we think that, you know, oh, my God, if you are, for example, me with the good campaign, like, oh, my God, I probably like every day I'm, you know, great person and try to do something. It's not it's not the case. You know, like I do my best every day, but I also push myself sometimes. I remind myself because life can be busy when you have a business, when you have kids, when you have work, right? Like when you work out, whatever. It can be busy and sometimes you have to like focus your mind. Okay, I want to do something uh, good. And, you know, literally sometimes think come to me, like, uh, you know, go to help neighbor or um, or whatever. Right. Or like donation. Somebody's, you know, collecting uh, money for something and why not to chip in there? But sometimes mm-hmm. it's this idea of, you know, um, putting it somewhere to just like once a month, because if, if we all did like once a month, maybe a couple months of us, something good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, it will be so much better. It's, I feel like there are like, sometimes we look for this uh, gigantic and complicated solutions to things and they are like much simpler, you know, like being nice yeah. to each other. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that the effect can be even more multiplied mm-hmm. and people might think this is reverse, but I'll explain how it's not. Um, by giving to yourself more, you'll end up giving way more to others. So for, and this applies to anything. So for example, my fitness, mm-hmm. just taking that because it doesn't sound relative. I it's created such an, it's has such an importance in my life, just making myself better in all aspects, um, being consistent, reaching new goals, creating new ones. Once I reach those now, I, I'm, and maybe you might've seen, I'm helping my friends achieve different levels of fitness that they want to. So I'm actually doing a program with one of my friends that's pretty overweight. Yeah. And I'm doing it with him to be his support system there. And so that I can lead through action mm-hmm. and then he gets results through, you know, osmosis by being around me, by me helping it. That's kindness. Yeah. You know, I could, I could be in, I, I could be doing other things, but mm-hmm. when now I have that power, I have the knowledge from, giving so much to myself in that aspect that now I can share. I can help other people and it's easy. He can just come to the gym with me and do what I'm doing. That's it. Yeah. See what I'm eating, eat the same things. 
and of course there's little in intricacies, but the same thing applies for, for everything. And um, I think a really good point that you, uh, you brought up um, in regards to like, you know, sometimes people have a tough time thinking of things to do when they make a reminder. It's like kindness is a muscle, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. The way in which I think we can grow that muscle and kind of fertilize it, just like a plant, mm -hmm. you know, water it yeah. every day is gratitude. And that's something I try to do every day. Just five points. In some days, like you oh said. Oh my God, Conrad, the gratitude practice changed my life, literally. Talk more. Yeah. I mean, some days I can rifle off like 50 things I'm grateful for. Other days I'm sitting there for half an hour, if not more, trying to come up with five things. And I, I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to exaggerate just for this, you know, this podcast. That's actually the case. Um, because, yeah, it's tough. Like, um, people aren't very present. Um, and you know, gr the point of gratitude isn't just to say like the same things every day. You want to try to come up with what you're actually feeling in the moment or seeing in the moment, what you notice. Um, so, you know, people can say the typical things. I'm grateful that I'm healthy, that, you know, my parents, and those are all amazing things. But once you go through that list, that's when the muscle really starts to grow. Yeah. You know, start coming up with original things. So for example, this morning, and it's on my Instagram. I, I'll try to remember. If not, I'll just come up with what I said. Uh, I was running out of some ideas. I think I, I put two down pretty quickly. Um, one that it was my friend's uh, birthday, and I figured out a, a great birthday gift, so I'm excited for him to, to receive that. The other was um, noticing things, like uh, the water. Being in Miami, I'm close to the water. It was super still. Mm-hmm. And this, it's funny because it relates to kindness. I'm not making this up. Literally, you can go to my Instagram and check it right now. It's on my story. It was super still. Usually, it's pretty wavy. And I just, like, threw something in the water, and I just reminded myself to watch how big a ripple effect can be. Mm -hmm. um, so that thing, I appreciated the moon. It looked really cool. Like, um, the breeze felt really nice. Usually, it's pretty, like, hot in the morning. Um, having a good night's sleep the night before, I didn't have, like, that much rest. My food... Yeah really good like these are tiny things having air conditioning yeah so it's a it's a muscle that like if we train it every day and we start the day doing that then we start noticing the positives throughout our day as we go to our day so like you know when you want to get one of those material things for example when i wanted airpods i saw yeah. AirPods everywhere. it's yeah. not that more people got airpods i just manifested and started seeing yeah it. When you want that, uh, I don't know, that yeah. uh, Range Rover, you start seeing Range Rovers everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the same thing is with positivity. Yeah. So when you force yourself to process positive things, you start to notice more positives. Yeah. And you just live a happier life. Then you can give more. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought the uh, practice of gratitude because I think it's huge. Um, uh, you know, it literally changed my life. I think it changed the, um, like, literally the neural connection in my brain and chemistry on my brain and you know I got a lot of crap when I went to Poland because you know Polish people tend to be negative there's a lot of you know a lot of heavy history there yeah. I think we all have to clean up and a lot of struggles and still are and like my friends gave me crap it's like oh my god you're so American you're like so positive now blah 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 part of bullshit and I think you know, gratitude, it's its like the simplest thing of noticing and, and being kind to yourself, being kind to the world, being kind to everything that is around you, but mostly to yourself. 
And it's not about being blindly positive. Like I still have struggles in my life. I still have things I have to deal with. But that foundation, that, you know, way of thinking and and kind of managing my brain on some level allows me to in totally different way approach this problem and it's not about not informing ourselves about everything that's going in life but just having this strong foundation and and kind of energy and and power to deal with those because when you come from a place of positivity right like whatever like whatever problem you're facing it's like okay this and this and this is the solution let's focus on solution let's go right like if you were a negative person you would be stuck it's like okay I have this problem and then this is such a big problem and you know like I don't even know if I can you know deal with it or figure out you know what I mean it's just such a such an important practice such a simple one and and like you said like sometimes you know even other people I I had a a friend's family, a family friend, kid dealing with eye disease. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I have beautiful tool, I know beautiful, but working eyes, you know, do you ever think about it? And then I was like, and then I was like, oh my God, thank you for my blood, my bones. Like, do you, do we ever think about those things? You know, no. And that totally changes, you know, we are going to be geeking out on gratefulness, (laughs) but that's true. Like sometimes you just have to focus your mind and be like, holy shit, I have a body that is amazing machine and I have to be grateful for it, grateful for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a, a lot of uh, an I get to mentality versus I have to. Like, I get to work out. Yes. I have healthy legs. I have healthy arms. Like, I have. I know some people that don't. Yeah. And you know what's funny? The people that don't, they are, when you ask them or they point it out, they're way more grateful than more people. Because yeah. they immediately point at people that have it worse than them. Yeah. They're like, I don't have legs, but I have arms but there's people with no arms too. Like, yes, there's a positive everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What a great note to finish on. But before we finish up, um, I have one more question I always ask because I love, I always learn from my guests. I always learn from my friends, everybody I meet. And, and I ask, um, uh, if there's anything that helps you run your business, run your life or inspires you, is it a podcast, a book, an app, like something that you like really appreciate you're grateful for, <laughs> but something mm-hmm. that is really, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is so cool. It helps me, inspires me or, or, you know, um, helps me run my life or business. Is there anything like that? Can be an app, can be a podcast, can be a book, can be whatever it is, or practice, you know. Some yeah, kind yeah. of practice. That's a deep question because there's so. Many, <laughs> you see, um, we started deep, and we. Yeah, yeah, no, this is whatever great. pops up. I like to, you know, I like those w- quick things that are coming to brain because again, I think that those are the most that the the true ones that the first thing that comes up. Instinctual, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So. Uh, podcast wise, uh, Andy Frisella's podcast. One of what is favorites. it? Can you repeat? Andy Frisella. He his podcast is called Real AF, um, and he has uh, a sub podcast called the MF CEO Project. Um, he's a uh, he's, he has multiple businesses in the fitness space, um, 
he uh, is a very intense but humorous person at the same time. Uh-huh. I think people need uh, to call themselves out often, and he's that great call out. Um, but also adding humor where it's not like super serious the whole time. There's you know there's some laughs, and so I really enjoy that, and it helps frame my mind in the right place. Um, he's just a great dude that's out to help. People. I will link that. Cool. Um, book wise, how to win friends and influence people. Um, Dale Carnegie. Really? Oh my God, I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> I did, but I was cringing many times. Really? Which yeah. part? I don't remember. I just didn't feel that book. I know a lot of people recommend it, and I that's why I read it. And there are some part. I'm not going to be like, you know, book that is on the market and people read it and love it. I'm not going to bash it. There is a lot of good content, but there are places there that I was like, oh my gosh. Maybe it's because it was written a while ago, but I will link it too. I read it again. Great yeah. parts there overall. I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's and that's see that's everyone that comes in with their you know yeah you see it with a, a certain lens that maybe I don't see it with, and I see it with a certain lens that maybe other people don't see it with. But the one that I saw with is he um, emphasizes uh, the aspect of human connection with regardless of if that's you are for the sure. president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you are at the time the slaves that were working for him, he knew everyone's first names. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt, I believe he was referencing. He knew everyone's first names. He knew their families, their kids, their birthdays, and everyone else was just neglecting. You know, the, so it's like it's like the quote: um, "Treat the uh, janitor the same as the CEO." They're both yeah. people. So that's oftentimes uh, a perspective I, I try to remind myself of because you never know where someone's coming from. They might appear as they're totally fine, but there's a lot of stuff going on in here that you don't know about. So being cognizant of that and taking that to business, um, to any meeting and making sure I give my best because then that could influence someone else's day. And um, again, leading through action, which is demonstrating the book too, but yeah. um, also try to demonstrate myself. Yeah. I totally can agree. I don't know why it popped in my mind. I, when I used to work in this uh, advertising agency in Chicago, here in downtown, I was thinking lately, like who was the most inspiring and mentoring me. And, you know, I, we had this amazing bodyguard downstairs, Rudy, mm-hmm. and he was the person who I had the most meaningful, deep chats with every day you know getting out of the office coming in waiting for a taxi and he just gave me such a great advice life advice always and um yeah so like you you never know like he just was and is uh i hope i feel like i have to stop by such a wise person you know like a wise man and i was thinking you know from all these people in these rooms there were, you know, amazing, smart people for sure, but the constant wisdom and, and kindness and love, like he was just so kind every day too, like coming in, like, how are you today? Like, yeah. it, it was just that guy that I was like, oh my God, like Rudy was just such a, you know, like a source of, of all kind of wisdom and and, and positivity and, and kind of uh, mentorship. So you brought so that out of by just coming with a, a kind heart. Like there's something to learn from everyone. Right. Sometimes they won't show you their, their gold. Everyone has some kind of gold, but treat them like a normal person and you'll start to see more gold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, Conrad. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time yeah. and talking to me. I'll Now we can switch to Polish. And listen, 
you truly inspire me. Like, thank you for what you're doing at your age, you know, in the very competitive world, very commercial, very focused on material gain. Um, it's, it's just really, really, really inspiring that you have this courage to stand there. And also let's be honest as a guy, you know, like guys are not the learned guys are, are raised to be tough, to be, uh, you know, to be strong, to be powerful. And, you know, they can be all of that, but they can also be kind, emotional and whatnot. And, and you yeah. are a great example. And I'm so uh, lucky that we met and connected through Instagram and, and to have you here. And I hope we are going to do some project together. Like we have to figure yeah. something out uh, and, 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 and do an amplify this message uh yeah to everybody else absolutely no and thank you so much the, the feeling truly is mutual and that's the beauty of kindness that you know there is no competition because if you're in it for the right reason right you want people to, you want other people to do it there's no competitors that's the whole exactly. point exactly okay this is a yeah, perfect right more and more I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Conrad. Um, what an inspirational uh, story and you know everything that he does. I, I, I really truly think it's, it's uh, extremely, um, extremely inspirational to me at least. Um, and you know, I think what a great message. I really think we live in this maybe tough but also amazing times when we are able to um, uh, change some paradigms of thinking and approaching life as a society and individually and um, also looking at what does it mean to be a good human and how we can um, uh, change uh, looking at kindness and love and positivity and really harness it to create better lives for all of us, uh, for each other and, and for the world. Um, until the next time, love and light. Thank you.